Hi, welcome to a Goal in One podcast with me, Andy Carter. I'm Jay. And I'm Chris. And today's guest is a former Premier League Player of the Month, a current A-League champion. He's got over 602 professional appearances with 237 goals. It's Adam LaFondra. Alfie, how's things going, mate? I'm great, thanks, considering. Uh, how about you boys? You're all all right? Yeah, yeah all good, good here, mate. Surviving. Surviving. So, over in Sydney at the moment, mate. Yeah, yeah, still here. Um, I had the opportunity to go home back to England, but I didn't see the, the point of going back to England uh, just to sit inside for 14 days when, you know, I mean, I'm fully acclimatised here, so it's, it's not a problem there. Yeah, nicer weather as well, mate. Yeah, true, true. And at the time, the girls were still in school as well, so, um, but that, that's obviously swiftly stopped about three or four days later, so, you know, I mean, it is what it is. You know, we're just trying to stay safe at home and following all the protocols you can. Yeah, nice, mate. And if the football doesn't start up again anyway, you probably get a, a job as a teacher, mate, after that video I saw the other week. <laughs> uh, no, well, I think that was just for the grand. Like, I tried being a teacher for a day and I wanted to retire after it. Um, I was just a supply teacher. The missus has been, you know, she's been a saint with the girls and doing everything with them. And I tried to help her for a day and I realised I weren't up to the task, really. They, they chewed me up and spat me out. And, you know, she used to yes. go with them. Supply teachers get dogs abuse anyway. So it's the hard yeah, job. Yeah, exactly. I think that's what it was. I think they, saw, they sensed the weakness and just thought, oh, we'll, we'll go for him today. We're never going to see him again. There's the yeah, main teacher. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Let's test him. I think that's what they were doing. So how have you, how have you find life uh, down under, mate? How, how's it all been? Obviously, successful season last year. Was it last year you won the league or the year before that? Yeah, last year we won the GF, yeah. Yeah, last year won that. And then, uh, obviously... Plenty of goals along the way, as as normal, really. Um, so yeah, talk us through life in Sydney, mate. Yeah, it's awesome. You know, it's everything I, I sort of cracked up to be. You know, uh, I come out here just for a change of scenery from England because I just felt it got a little bit stale for me. I, I achieved obviously what I achieved in England and felt like a new adventure was, you know, something to freshen me up. I, I started the season at Bolton. And this sort of fell into my lap. I had a few rumblings of going to Australia a bit earlier on in the in the window, and then you know something proper concrete came through, and you know, I've made a fantastic decision really looking back and to win the the GF in my first season and, and just miss out on the league as well, uh, cup final too, and then this season which we're you know obviously on a pause from is we're we're sort of romping away with the league and, and we're looking you know the money really for for the final series as well, so. It's been a great move for me, you know, football-wise uh, and family-wise as well. You know, my kids love the, you know, the culture out here is a lot more laid back. The weather's obviously a lot better than England, as you can imagine. And, you know, I can say we've got a pool in our, and obviously on our grounds in the house. So um, when you come in from school, the kids are already, you know, flying off, getting the cozies on, jumping in the pool, rather than, you know, waiting for it to stop raining in England, which it doesn't really do. Yeah. Yeah, here's one of them. I can say hello, I think. Sneaking in. Oh, look at <laughs> that. Special guest appearance. <laughs> hello, princess. <laughs> say hello. Hello, Dada. Hello, See you later. <laughs> Shut the door. <laughs> Thank you. See ya. No. Nice off, mate. Nice off. That's what she thinks of that. Hey, well, that's what happens. Kids are that, mate. Believe yeah. me. <laughs> are, you still, um, are you still finding time for the golf course? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to, yeah. You know, obviously, we, we can still play here as well, which is good. Um, but I've not managed to get out yet. I've tried and play as, as much as I can, really. Uh, 
I've, one of my friends here is is a member at one of like, a prestigious club here, and he takes me down there quite a bit. Um, I just try, like I say, I try and play as much as I can, try and practice as much as I can while while I'm sort of cooped up in the house. I've got um, a plane mate. Uh, I bought a plane mate, and oh yeah, you know, that's awesome. I love it. I love it. I'm always on that. Just you know, get a few practice swings in, get, trying to get the feeling of, of shallowing through and stuff like that. So you know, I'm always try, sort of working on both sides of my game, footy angle. Are you tuning into Carter's vlogs a lot? I've seen a few of them. Yeah, I've not seen <laughs> all of them. A lot of time on your hands to watch that. Hey, did, hey, I've seen a few on your Insta, mate. You're absolutely bombing it, mate. <laughs> they're, they're, they're the good ones. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it doesn't say how many takes it has in the top corner, aren't they? One take wonder me, mate. <laughs> what's, yeah. the, uh, what's the standard of the golf? Uh, yeah, it's decent enough, mate. I'm all right, yeah. 12. Yeah, not too bad. Right. Find yeah. the fairways. Right. I'm always, I'm always the third up at the green. <laughs> single, Just, single figures on the horizon, then, yeah? Yeah, that's the plan, mate. Challenge Tour, I think it is. I want to uh, try and go to open qualifying for 40. That's like my goal. It's the goal, yeah? Nice. Yeah. Oh, I can help you. Just apply for it. Not obviously get through, but you know, just try and get round one of the courses and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do that. Well, obviously, I want to be down to scratch by 40, but that's like where I want to be. Mm. Scratch by 40. Seniors Tour starts at 50. Yeah, well, that's, you know what I mean? There's, there's all these little <laughs> stepping stones that enter this. That enter my mind for that sort of thing. I've, uh, you know, they're all they're all seeds that are ready to be, you know, put in the ground and you know let flourish. But I've got to let football do the talking for them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You enjoying that plane, mate? Then it's the tour striker trainer training uh, train aid, isn't it? Yeah, it's brilliant, mate. Brilliant. Um, yeah. For me, it's helped me loads. I I took it over the top quite a bit, right. and it's getting me to obviously tuck my right elbow in a lot more coming down. Yeah. And you're obviously shallowing out, which obviously brings in the draw a bit more than, than what I'm used to seeing. Yeah, I've never used it, but obviously it looks really good for actually shallowing the, the shaft of the club out. Because obviously so many people can get elbow down, but the yeah. shaft of the club is still miles away anyway. But yeah, that, that seems really good. I saw Rory using it with the wedges. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that as well. Yeah, I've seen him using it on the wedges. My friend got one first. I was like, oh, go on, let me have a little look at it. And I had a look at it and I was like, I hit like three or four with it, then hit a proper shot afterwards. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, yeah. Go on then, we'll order one. <laughs> we'll order one. I like the look of this. Like, hit like a nice draw straight away, just, like, just off like four swings. So it was, you know, it was perfect. It was like, all right, but if I spend like three months, four months, five months, six months, just absolutely nailing this, then, and just training to put me out of business. Pardon? Training to put me out of business. Is that good? Ah, <laughs> oh, mate. You always need extra things and extra little pointers, don't you? Uh, obviously, pros know which you know people like me can't see. Do you get lessons out there? Uh, I have done, yeah. I've, I've not, I've not for a while. Um, I, I tend to know what's going wrong in my swing a lot of the time, but when I don't, then that's when I'll go and go across and, and see someone and, and just say like, "Look, what's happening here?" Or I'll fire someone a video like um, Dan Whitaker. I fired him a video across just to oh, yeah. just have a look at something and. He just said, yeah, you're doing this, just and taught me like try and fire my hips through to stop me chucking it. Um, yeah. Which obviously is what I'm working on as well with the tour striker. Yeah, he's good, Dan. I had, a lesson, I had a lesson with Dan in the summer. Yeah, he's brilliant. I see all these videos and stuff, and you know, I watch a lot of stuff on YouTube as well, um, a lot of golfing stuff. So I see all sorts to you know, look at, work on, and improve, and you know, try and see if I can bring it into my game at golf. What's the, what's right, the... When did the love of golf start, Al? 2013. It's my missus's fault. 
I was just playing, you know, gaming on the computer as you do on PS4, just smashing FIFA or Pro Evolution out. And she went, what are you doing in the house? Don't want you in the house. Go and get an hobby. So I was like, uh, all right. But I've got one here. I was on my chair, not, not bothering anyone. And then um, my mate was like, why don't you try golf? I was like, bit an old person's game, isn't it? And then obviously went down to driving range and I thought, hold on, it's got me here. And then yeah. booked like lessons out straight away and I was, I was hooked. Literally, it must have been after about the first lesson. I was like, nah, nah, this is me now. Like, everything was golf, Tiger Woods, everything. I watched everything at Tiger Woods and just like became a fanatic of him. Yeah, it is addictive. Once you hit that first shot, yeah, once you, connect, once, you connect, once you connect once and you see it and you go, right, okay, I need to do that again. How do yeah, it's just yeah. craving it. It's just like... I, I, I could hit one and then for the whole round I wouldn't hit another. Or yeah. I'd hit one to the green for a birdie and I'd four put it and I'd be like, what about that shot though? Imagine it's not one <laughs> off and like, I've shot 108, but I've, I've left 20 shots out on the course. I'm, yeah. I'm close. Like, yeah. It's just, it's such a, an adrenaline like, and like such an individual thing to, to know you're conquering the football. You're not, you never conquer the course for me. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. yeah. But like yeah. to know like oh you're overcoming whoever you're playing against and stuff like that. It's such a min- mental warfare. It's yeah. that different competitive side as well, isn't it? Normally you're obviously team team based, but then now you've got no one. You kind of effectively only got yourself on the golf course. Yeah, you can only blame yourself and obviously your tools as well, which, which always get <laughs> it's always their fault. It's never mine. Like I didn't deliver it wrong. It's just like the the club didn't get it there or whatever. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So over the years, Alfie, who's who's got a bit on the course that you've played with, mate? I mean, Coffee thinks he's got a bit, I think. Cool. Um McCarthy, Alex McCarthy. Yeah. yeah. He's probably the best one I've seen. Like I play, I remember playing with him on Wentworth. Yeah. Uh, and I was what, twenty handicap, twenty two handicap. And he was like maybe five or something like that. He was a joke. Like, I was it. like Big unit, big unit, him and he, I bet he bombs yeah. it. Oh, as, as you can imagine, like, yeah. he could hit his driver 350 and stuff like that, but like, he didn't use his driver because that brought everyone else into play. Yeah. So like, he'd choose these two iron or something and he was going like 300 and I was just like, nah, like, this is unreal. This is like the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> like, he was unbelievable. Uh, Federici, I played with him quite a bit. He was a good golfer. I obviously you can imagine he's a big fella, smashes it as well. But he just like loses his head, which is the that's the funniest thing playing with him. He just loses his head massive. Like, why are you doing that? Why is it going there? It's like, <laughs> so I'll start laughing. I'd be like, ha ha. Then I duff it and I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. Like, this is golf here. Yeah. Um, yeah, the best ones to play with because you can start planting the seeds nice and early. Yeah, well, yeah. But then if you're not playing well either, it's like, what's the point? Like, <laughs> at the time, it was like, I've always, I've got one over on feds as well. We played at, um, at Bearwood Lakes, and it was at a time where like, I was getting, I was crap, and like, he was decent, so he gave me 18 shots, and I beat him like two and one, and his head went, he was like walking off fuming, why have I give you 18 shots on here? That's not right. Like, and like, so I just hold it over him for, like forever. I just always like tweet him and message him every time I put something on Instagram. It's, right, Fed, you got over it yet? Or like, beat you at golf, you're terrible and stuff like that. Just lo- loved it against him. He's funny. He's so funny, man. Jem's uh, good. Jem Caracan's a good golfer. He's improved loads. Like, is, is he single figures? 
I don't think he's far off it. Like, his handicap's yeah. a bit of a bandit one. It's like a golf shake handicap, but I think if he went to a course, it'd get slashed like early doors. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, he's really good. Mark Howard's really good. Yeah. Um, who's like, obviously Jem's mate and my mate who we played. Like, we played a good like four ball who played it. Um, we played in Southport quite a lot when we were at Bolton together. Um, yeah. And out here, Luke Bratton. Luke Bratton's like, he can be Luke on it one day. Yeah. Played the other day. He, and he shot like two over. And he's right. like, not the same handicap as me. I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, just in awe of watching him. I was like, oh, man, I can do this, but I'm not. <laughs> and he's doing it. And I'm like, what? Mm. Like, just let me hit one. <laughs> it's like, nah. He's just smoking it everywhere. It was class. Yeah. How's he getting on, Luke? I spent a bit of time at Bolton with him, mate, when he was, when he was there. Yeah, he's good, mate. He's, he's an integral part of the squad. And in, him coming this season, this season has made us an even better team. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's he's a quality player, mate. I'm surprised Lenny didn't give him a chance at Bolton because he's a really good player, and I thought Lenny would be right up Lenny Street as well, like a good ball player and loves yeah. smashing people as well. Yeah. So, um, Alfie, we'll bring it back to early career. Obviously, started at Stockport. How was it? Yeah, it was good, mate. I, I loved it there. Um, for me, like the hometown boy, breaking in the squad was sort of the way to go for me. I had a lot of clubs when I was younger. Yeah, I had the opportunity to go and play in the Premiership, well, not in the Premiership, but for Premiership teams who wanted yeah. to take me from Stockport. Um, but I always thought like I was going to get in the first team early and do it that way. It sort of worked out that way. Obviously, perfect for me, really, because I broke into the first team 18, I think it was, or just around my 18th birthday and became pretty much a fixture in, in the first team for, from then on outwards. Um, I had Sammy McElroy as the manager, who was obviously a United legend at the time, and he was like, you know, you're my boy, you're my protege and all this. And yeah. I'm going to groom you and all this stuff. And he got sacked about three weeks later. And then <laughs> that was that, really. And then it's just like a sort of in the deep world of, of you know, adults football where you got to, you got to fight for everything. Mm. And, uh, I swear it was, really. I was, but I was just really happy to play for my hometown club and, you know, try to, to break into, you know, a tough team at the time. And then the move on to Rotherham. Yeah, well, um, obviously I went to Rochdale before that and then yeah. Rotherham after that was, it was sort of a progression from Rochdale where I was, I was starting every week but didn't feel like the main man and then went to Rotherham and was just the main man really. Uh, Mark Robbins, the gaffer at the time, you know, he, when I sat down and spoke to him, he said all the right things to me and he was a brilliant gaffer for me um, and he was probably the reason why I went to Rotherham because there weren't really much difference between Rochdale and Rotherham at the time. It's just that he was such a really good gaffer and as a, a really good striker as himself, I wanted to learn from him. Um, and, you know, I started brilliant for them. I scored seven and seven and then he, got, he moved to Barnsley. And, and then I was with Ronnie Moore for 12 months and then another gaffer after that as well. Yeah. Common theme here, ex-United players, mate. Common theme. <laughs> well, um, you know, I mean, I'm a red, so I like to, you know, I like to go where they are. You know, they're, you know some heroes of mine, so it's, it's got to be done. Now, before these two probably bring it up, because I can see it on their lips, uh, I'm a Reading fan, so we'll move on to Reading. Oh, so, uh, I can see Chris is about to drop Carter or Chris is about to drop it in, so uh, I'll get it over and done with. Um, so, you moved to Reading in 2011. How was it? Awesome. Um, yeah. I love my time there. Uh, I'm a little bit disappointed how it ended with me yeah. sort of having to leave because of the financial yeah. trouble, what the club were in. But, you got some unfair uh, stick, I thought, on Twitter for that at the time, if I remember correctly. Yeah, there's a little bit. But I, I can understand it, obviously. It's football. It's football's fickle yeah. like that, isn't it? You know, you move away, you, you 
breaking their hearts, so, so to speak. Yeah. And you know, um, obviously, he was one of them. Time, yeah, I thought I recognised you from trolling me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, and then though, in football, where you know a player moves away, then if you're not happy with that, and then they're obviously going to voice their opinion, and they're entitled to that. I, I love Red, and I love my time that they, you know, sort of shot me up into, you know, stardom, sort sort of, sort to say really, because you know they plucked me from Rotherham, give me the opportunity, which I'm indebted to. to to Brian McDermott because he gave me the platform to play in the championship and in the premiership and you know um, my career probably wouldn't have took off as much as it did if it weren't for him. How was that season? Obviously it was a strange season in terms of the run that you guys went on to back end of that season. Um, but yeah, how was it? How did the momentum just start and it just sort of snowballed? Yes, it was crazy. I think when we signed you know, Robbo in January, yeah. Yeah. Something, something was a little bit different. You know, um, he came in and after the first game he was... You could just tell he was like a man playing with boys. Even with all, with every team we played, he was just abusing them. Yeah. And not, no team seemed to have an answer for him. Like, they'd have to put two and three players on him, which, you know, whenever they left someone open. And if it wasn't a goal by 60 minutes, defenders were that worn out with him. Then when I came on, it seemed to be openings for me. And, you know, a lot of the time I took the chances or, or Churchy took the chances, which, yeah. you know, which came our way. Yeah. Jay actually uh, made me sit through the highlights of the game away at Southampton, mate, the other day. To yeah, be fair. Fair. Uh, it's a great game. We'll blame you. Watch it all the time, mate. You too. Great game. Some, to be fair, you forget the finish, to be fair, on that second. Top bins. Uh, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it's all right. It's a good one. Uh, nice pullback from Kebe, really. And, you know, yeah. uh, Noli's left it for me. And obviously, I just smashed it in as I'm running into contact, really. Yeah. And then obviously, um, promotion to the Prem, how was the whole experience in terms of the difference between Championship and Prem? What was the levels like? Um, I think it's just a lot more clinical, you know. Yeah. For me, the Championship was harder. Obviously, prior to that, I was in, obviously, League Two in the August of that season. Yeah. And going to the Championship was a big culture shock for me because I had to get fitter, stronger, everything, you know, run more. Yeah. And then in the Premier League, it seemed to, to come off that a little bit. It was a little bit more... Um, technical obviously and we got punished a lot more you know we would have four shots the other team would have say 15 shots but they'd score four and we'd maybe score one and against the big boys you won't touch the ball for 60-70 minutes and you, you're lucky to get one shot really uh, especially yeah. away from home because and they'd, they'd tuck you in 3-0 normally you know you, you give people like Aguero or Van Persie Rooney any sort of wiggle room and they take it yeah. and you know what I mean? You, you don't get back into the game when you go 1-0 against the big boys. Yeah. How was uh, scoring against your boyhood club, mate? I reckon that's got to be up there. Yeah, it's I get probably one of my, my you know, favourite moments it, in, at the time at Reading, really, because, yeah. you know, starting against United on my birthday at home and, and scoring a header against them in, you know, a crazy first half. We were 4-3 down, we went at half-time thinking, wow, this could be anything. Um, and it was, it was unreal. It's a weird feeling, you know. All my family's there. We're all United fans. Scored yeah. Neder. Didn't really know how to celebrate because, you know, I'm a bit upset scoring against United, but, like, I'm buzzing because I'm scoring against United at the same thing. It's, it's, it's such a yeah. strange feeling. Even, like, when I went there and played at Old Trafford, like, to walk around Old Trafford and, you know, have a look around the place and just be like, like, I've come this Someone far. Someone's play at Old Trafford, though. Pardon? Some buzz to play at Old Trafford. Yeah, unbelievable, mate. Um, one of the best things 
I, I can explain like uh, probably like an all in one in golf. Yeah, I've done it, mate. I played it off traffic. I was going to say, yeah. it was on the tip of my tongue. You, you, you <laughs> oh, that's why you thrown it out there, then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what, you, was 56,000 there, though? No, there's about 100 people. All traffic's sick, man. They need to update the changing rooms, but it's unbelievable. Like, for me, anyway, like, it's the best, it's like one of the best moments of my career, just walking out on the turf, um, you know, Sir Alex is talking about me in, in one of the press conferences before before one of the games. Um, it's, it's unbelievable, you know. They're like legends and heroes of mine, of, of and it's it's me living a dream, really. Yeah, and obviously your time was the hero growing up. Go on, Cats. Solskjaer, Cantona. I like McLaren at the start. Um, yeah. yeah, Ollie. Ollie was probably like my proper hero growing up. Him and like, obviously King, the King, mate. You know. When I was about eight or nine, I used to think I was Cantona, like strutting around Sunday League, sticking my chest out, putting a collar up, trying to have a bit of swagger and that. I probably looked the right little pillock, but you know, it was one of them. No, things we all did like, it. We all did it. <laughs> yeah, like it's Cantona, isn't it? Like you got to try stuff. I used to love it. And obviously, uh, during that time in the Prem, you earned a pretty impressive goals to, to minutes ratio. Just wanted to know how you found the label of sort of super sub. Is that something that you? You, you didn't want or was it something you took on under your wing what was it obviously I didn't want it I wanted to have super yeah. start you know what I mean like I wanted to start every game I scored yeah. when I started as well but I think we got into a good groove where you know Pav started played 60 come off or I come on and played up top with him and you know we sort of opened up our game plan a little bit more and went for goals but you know obviously from January that seemed to work for us in that yeah. month especially and then we sort of come out of that in, in February we were I think we struggled after the international break and we, we couldn't, win a, couldn't win a game for love and money then, unfortunately. You know, Bry lost his job, so... Mm. Um, would I like to have been starting every week? Yeah, of course I would have. I still think I would have scored the same amount of goals or more, maybe. But, you know, I, I was just happy to have the opportunity to do that, you know. So, overall, those goals, mate, other than, other than the United one, what would yeah. you say the best, best goal is? What one sticks out to you? Um, I go with I go early in my career I go I scored for Rotherham in the playoff semi against the older shot in the 90th minute that was one yeah. of my favourites uh, I scored a left foot volley for Reading just for actual like goal versus Watford at home I technically was like a really good goal for me and all my obviously a tapping merchant yeah. um, I scored a similar one for, for Bolton as well left foot volley on the run and then for like actual meaning behind the goals, I'd probably go with the Southampton goals. The brace at Southampton was unbelievable. Like the atmosphere never leave me. Whenever I watch the game on YouTube, um, I get goose, goose, goose pimples every time. Like when it just says, he says, leave it to me, Lafondre, and you know, it goes in like the hairs raised on, on my neck, goose pimples on my arms. Like, to see myself as you know, young kid running off to the to the fans celebrating them. They're causing carnage in the corner. It's, it's something that will live with me forever. Uh, and then the Bolton one, I, I scored the first against Forest in the in the day we stayed up on the on the last day. And like, all my fans, I normally don't let my mum come to the games. Yeah, I consider it was bad luck. And that was the only, one of the only games in probably in the last seven eight years I've let her come. Yeah, and she was there. Then all my family was there. You know, scored the first goal. The the place erupted. 
it was that was one of the craziest games I've ever played in as well. So like that that goal as well was really special to me too. I was going to say, other than golf, what keeps you busy outside of football, mate? Is it just football, golf, and the kids, kids or kids, mate? Yeah, kids. Three girls, mate. They keep me busy enough. Um, you know, I'm just trying. Other than football, golf, and and the kids, is there's not a lot of time in the day, really. You know, uh, then try and look after my missus, really. And, you know, that's life, mate. You just got to keep it going, and and then sort of look forward. I did. Not got out on a surfboard. <laughs> no, not yet, mate. No. Uh, I don't think you can see me on one of them, mate. I'm too, I'm too scared of sharks and stuff, mate. Uh, I'm not about that life. I ain't got the coordination for it, I don't think, either. So you look like you've already started your transition into management, looking on Twitter. Football manager uh, getting a bit uh, of Yeah, it's just, it? well, obviously, football manager for the time being is, you know, it's a great time consumer. Um, and enjoyable. Um, for me, I don't think I'd be a manager, maybe... Oh, a proper manager, maybe be an under-23s coach, uh, you know, that sort of thing. I, I like the idea of, of development, really, and yeah. maybe a striker coach and, and working on that side of it rather than being a full-blown manager because the shelf life of a manager is three months, six months. You know, you wait yeah, to get yeah. sacked and you get the job, really. Football <laughs> <laughs> yeah. manager much easier. Yeah, well, yeah, you know what I mean? You can know, to be fair, I've not really not been successful as part from the last season I had at Paderborn on, on the game, so... The football manager, you can you can save the game. If you lose, you can log back on and start it again. I know, mate. I did that in my younger days when I weren't too happy with a few things, and uh, you know, and uh, you know, I've done a few of them, save, reload, and, and go again. But... Champions, Champions League finals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got a suit on and that. Don't want to, you know, I don't want to uh, mess it up because I've got my lucky suit on. It can't not be unlucky. So, you know, <laughs> quick reload and it works a treat. Absolutely. Um, just to kind of wrap it all up, we've got a little quick fire. Questionnaire for you. Okay, so first, well, obviously, I'm going to give you two two answers as a, as a um, as an option. First yeah. one that comes to your head. So I think I know the I think I know the answer. To the first one I've already asked you. Rudolf Solskjaer. Oli. Yeah. Taylor made or Titleist? Taylor made. Nike or Adidas? Nike. Short game or long game? Long game. Prem or World Cup? Winner. World Cup. Ryder Cup or Masters? Masters. Beer or wine? Wine. Jason Roberts or Niall Hunt? You can't do that to me, man. It's no one as well. No one. Uh, oh, God. God. That's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> that's embarrassing. <laughs> I know it's no one. I don't even know why I said that. I've actually written no one down. One direction. I've actually written no one. I've actually written no one. Dubai or Algarve for golf? Algarve for golf, but Dubai overall. And the big one, Carter's golf or Rick Shields golf? Carter's golf. Yeah, get the plug <laughs> out there. Gamers. <laughs> he just nailed Hunt as well. No, Hunt for me. I know. Bro. That's Mate, I've, written no, I've, I've actually written no Hunt down as well. <laughs> I don't know why I said Niall. <laughs> I'm going to tag him in this. <laughs> oh my God. Just on that one, mate, how often have you played out in Dubai? Have you played quite regular on the courses here or not? Uh, when I've been there, I've played, yeah. When, I played when, when we got promoted with Bolton. The chairman paid for us to come away and we ended up going out on the course a few times there. And I played previous to that. So I got my first eagle on one of the courses in, in Dubai. Uh, I don't know how, it was some ping clubs. Yeah. <laughs> what course was it? Emirates? No, Ma Matches, is it? 
Oh, Magellus, yeah, Emirates, yeah. That's yeah, where they are. Yeah, that one, yeah. Desert, Desert Classic. Yeah, that one was the par five. Eagle that stiff to seven iron from like 200 yards to about four foot. They're doing like one of them on the green, mate. <laughs> Club drop. Yeah, like one of the, the funniest things that ever happened to me on a golf course is Jen fell out the buggy. <laughs> and that was on that course. It was the funniest thing. I'm not joking. It's the funniest thing you could ever see in a golf course. We were just driving normally and I'd like turn to go across <laughs> the fairway and it just fell out like that. <laughs> oh my god I was crying we were crying laughing on the middle of the fairway or I was he was hurt like, I was just, <laughs> I could carry on for like 10 minutes you can imagine you just golf course you've got a guy just go out in a buggy like that wobbling <laughs> the classic so, buggy so hammering funny, we, we've got a funny clip on one of the the episodes before mate of Jay on that course so have a look out for that one mate that's a good one yeah it's yeah. actually with Cluffy with Zach Clough we were playing in a we were playing in a two ball it was a four ball actually. I was on a team with Cluffy and uh, he's in my ear. We're one down on the last hole and my ball sort of is in the water and he's gone, play it, play it. And I'm leaning down. I've got an over the top swing anyway. So there's L momentum's going towards the water and I've chopped it and ended up in the drink. In the drink, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I was Cluffy when he played you. He's all right. He's, he's, he's all right. He's a bit, he, he, I, I think Cluffy thinks he's better than he is. He thinks he's like Rory. It's army golf, isn't it? Left right, left right. Yeah, yeah, he's all right though. But he, he, that day, he didn't. Remember, he didn't have any gear, and he had to turn, he had to buy some gear in the uh, in the pro shop. Sure, and it was, all, it was all in the kids section. Yeah, we had to take him. Yeah, <laughs> big leg away. Yeah, Better even find an act to fit him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, cheers for that, Alf. If you're ever over, obviously we'll uh, we'll get you out on a course, mate. Um, and yeah, all the best over there. Stay in touch. And uh, hopefully we can get the season back up and running, get a few more goals in, win that league, mate. Yeah, definitely. Cheers, fellas. Cheers for having us. Come on, Take care, guys. Bye. Cheers, mate. Thanks very much. Thank you for listening to A Goal in One. Check us out on Spotify, iTunes. Give us a five-star rating. Thanks, Alfie. Cheers. Cheers. Bye-bye.